Welcome to the Get In It podcast. We have Claudia Berger from Digital Briefcase today. Is that how you pronounce it, Berger? Um, it's actually Claudia Berger. Berger. Okay. Where <laughs> yeah. is that? Is that Dutch? Austrian. Austrian. Yeah. Okay. Austria is actually my favorite country in Europe. Really? Yeah. People there seem to be like a little looser, a little nicer. It's true. Everyone has a smile on their face, but exactly. it's such a beautiful place. Like, <laughs> yeah, that is true. I don't really true. know how you wouldn't be happy there. Um, so, Digital Briefcase. You guys got started in 2015. You're mm-hmm. a digital marketing company mm-hmm. with a very like fun-focused, sort of female-driven angle on the whole thing. How did, how did that whole thing get started? So initially, we were actually part of a bigger organization. We were a division mm-hmm. within that organization. Um, I started with them in 2017. Mm-hmm. I was running the division for not even a year, and then they decided they didn't want to continue with the division anymore because okay. they're actually a media house, so they want to do focus on media, selling mm-hmm. their own media, not paying the likes of Google or Facebook yeah. ads. So I took the opportunity to then take over the business unit as my own business. Hmm. So I took it over in January 2018. Crazy, that must have been a big leap. Yeah, (laughs) especially because January is generally not such a busy time for marketing. Hmm. Um, So it it was interesting. I actually didn't take any of the staff that were part of the team with me. I started on my own, started using freelancers initially. Hmm. And from there we started growing. Um, Like you mentioned, we are a purely female-based business at the moment, which wasn't actually the plan, but it's actually amazing that it's ended that way. Mm. Um, not that we're not going to say no to having any male employees going <laughs> forward, but for now, just having us as females is great. Mm. Um, and yeah, we've actually grown to a bigger size as a standalone business than we were as a division of such a big That's corporate. amazing, and in such a short amount of time, actually. Yeah, so it's just over two and a half years that we a standalone business but usually marketing companies tend to be like very sort of stiff and firm and like numbers focused and whatnot and you guys seem to be like no idea is a bad idea let's have fun with it let's roll with it like i really like that sort of angle has that been from the start yeah so obviously ensuring that we're bringing returns for our clients are important and that's where the numbers come in yeah um because at the end of the day if we're bringing results for our clients and they're seeing a return on their investment Mm. they will continue with us which will assist us to grow further while we're helping them to grow um but having said that to get there you you need to be creative you need to do different things to make sure that you're engaging with their audience Mm. in an effective way and it's also like the digital sort of space everything's changing so quickly that you can't sort of get into a formula that you just follow going forward i think that's having fun with it and being creative with it is not really a bonus it's a necessity yeah Yeah. that's exactly it um so we're in we're in a very weird year with covid and everything um and i'm sure you guys deal with a lot of different businesses so like how has how have your how have your clients have to adapt to the sort of current climate what have been some major changes that you've seen so predominantly moving most of the ad spend to digital Mm. um obviously because everyone has access to digital when whether they're at home or on the go Um, but having said that unfortunately quite a few clients have also cut budgets because um, they obviously see marketing as more of an expense and in a time like this they want to keep the expenses as low as possible but we always try to encourage our clients to realize that marketing is actually an investment 
um, without marketing, how's your business going to grow? How are you going to take your business to the next level? Mm. You know, unless you go and employ a whole bunch of sales staff, which also costs money. Yeah. You know? No, that's true. And I think it's so like different from a case-by-case basis in terms of, like everyone needs marketing, of course, but how you approach it for different businesses, I think. Yeah. It's like a major thing. Um, how did you get into marketing in the first place? So I actually studied marketing. Um, funny enough, when I studied, digital wasn't even a thing. <laughs> so we didn't even study anything with regards to digital marketing at all. Or like TV and newspaper ads and those kinds of things. Exactly. Okay. Um, so my first mar- marketing job was not digital. I actually worked for a below-the-line agency. And th- but then when marketing became bigger, I just realized that that was the way to go because with digital, you can measure your results you know you can see exactly how everything's performing whereas with other more traditional forms of marketing it's more of a guesstimation yeah as to how your campaign's actually performing no, i can imagine like we're putting a billboard up you get no numbers from yeah it's just an estimate of how much traffic's <laughs> coming through but how many people have actually seen it you know do do people still use sort of traditional marketing definitely they do they tend to be more expensive than digital to be honest mm. I mean for a billboard you can spend 100,000 rand for example um, how long would you get the billboard then? a month what? that's a monthly rate that's insane yeah and think about what you can do with that budget online yeah so that's the other thing it's such a cost effective way of marketing your business okay so another unique sort of spin you guys do is the showcasing your clients. I think that's that's a very cool thing for a digital like marketing company to do. How did where did that idea come from? So what's the point of just pushing our own business online on social media, for example, um, when we have so many clients that we can also try push? You know, the more we showcase their work and what they potentially do, the more likely they're also going to get more traction. So. At the end of the day, the more we push our clients, the more it helps us as well. So it's just another way to get more like names out there. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing, man. Mm-hmm. So with like printing technology and sort of the on-demand manufacturing, like the whole world is changing from no one wants to keep stuck, no one wants to have like massive inventory or a warehouse or even a physical space somewhere. They want to completely run a business online. So for like. In a, uh, starting up apparel company for example what advice would you have for them to sort of make sure that they're using their social media to a full extent in today's climate would this be an apparel company that's basically based from home or yeah let's say it's a designer who just has some cool designs he wants to put on t-shirts and like sell throughout South Africa okay so especially if he doesn't have an actual for example retail front it's yeah. very important to make sure that the digital presence is there so that people are aware of him you know if he doesn't have a, a base that people can necessarily come to such as a home um, he definitely needs to make sure that his presence is out there um, potentially make use of influencers as well mm-hmm. um, brand awareness is, is the main factor that comes into play so you just want to go where the eyeballs are yes <laughs> <laughs> okay. so a little bit off Let's get off the marketing topic. I hear you're quite into like fitness and yoga and doing triathlons and horse riding and a whole bunch of things. Yeah. Talk a little bit about that. Um, so I tend to get bored with one thing, which is probably why I tend to do all different sort of sports. I think that's a healthy thing to do though. Yeah. Keep it fresh. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so my body doesn't get bored or tired of one thing. I'm just 
forever doing different things. So growing up, I was actually a professional horse rider. Yeah. Um, and then unfortunately, um, shame my sister actually had quite a bad fall and then I decided to stop horse riding. Is she okay? Yeah, she's a fan now. Um, <laughs> so d during that time, then I obviously started taking up other sports and I wouldn't say that I necessarily like one sport more than the other um, just that I enjoy variety mm. and I also feel like because I was so competitive at a younger age I feel like I need to do some sort of competition to push myself which is where the triathlons came in okay. um, and yeah but triathlons are quite like daunting what is it again it's running it, swim cycle and run Heck yeah so and how, I, how far is it different for everyone i only do the shorter sprint distances okay. um not one of those people who does the iron man sort of distances <laughs> or anything like that maybe one day mm -hmm. um but yeah it's just so important even you know as an entrepreneur you tend to be quite stressed and always thinking about new ways to try grow your business improve your business and there's no one telling you what to do so you feel you should be doing something the whole time <laughs> exactly you're multitasking all the time and and i find that sport is such a great stress reliever mm. and to just help refocus not necessarily think about work all the time but you know take a break like healthy mind healthy body exactly <laughs> that's exactly are there, are there like any lessons you've sort of learned from the fitness world that have translated into the marketing world not necessarily into marketing but business itself so um, growing up being a professional horse rider as from a child I learned discipline oh. and how I had to ride my horses every day no matter what even if I was sick I was riding my horses well, um, I guess it's interesting with the horses as well because the horse also needs to be trained exactly so the consistency absolutely needs to be there exactly. I haven't even thought of that yeah so I think in terms of a work-life sort of balance it's just taught me discipline um, and helped to probably drive me to be where we are at today as well it's amazing mm. I think it's like some it happens with everyone but I don't think some people realize how much different aspects of your life that you don't think are related at all actually play into each other mm. um, and it's always an interesting thing to hear people's thoughts on it like with sort of music um, you can always sort of see that the musicians that are successful in music tend to put that exact same energy into everything else they do and then whatever else they do also tends to go like a lot further but it's without the music being there I don't think they would have had that drive to pursue other creative fronts exactly um, I think it's so important to have more than one elements in your life that you're focusing on you know to have that hobby or I mean even if you look at a lot of the successful entrepreneurs out there um, they all tend to be relatively um, healthy and sporty, you mm. know, or, or, or potentially have some sort of other hobby, whether it's more arts and crafts or something like that. It's so important to have that. Uh, I think that sort of entrepreneurial spirit kind of just leaks into everything you do, usually. Mm. Um, so, you guys have very varied clients, I'd imagine. Has there ever been anyone who's come in and you're like, I have no idea how to do this like I'm sure you'd figure it out and get there but like has there ever been an oddball sort of business that came in definitely yes <laughs> um, generally the most challenging ones are the hardcore sort of B2B clients um, because you're more limited in terms of which channels you can use for marketing and mm. um, it's pretty much obviously business dependent and industry dependent but it's pretty much LinkedIn and potentially Google mm. 
Um, so yeah, I mean, that's when the team would come together, strategize on what would be the best way to take clients to market um, to get the most effective results. Because, I mean, any client we have, we do such different things for, you know? It's really industry specific. Then last but not least, tie it in a little bit with sort of the apparel side of things. Everyone has their favorite sort of Sunday, I'm just saying home, no human is gonna see me type of clothing. What is yours? So mine, for example, is literally a pair of sweatpants and a baseball shirt. Hmm. It's always the go-to. I don't know why it's a baseball shirt, but it's a baseball shirt. Okay. Mine would probably be a cute pair of leggings. Okay. So super comfortable. And just a cute top. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we've been wearing those sort of outfits for quite a while now. <laughs> <laughs> that's, very, that's like the one, one nice thing about working from home is you don't have to worry about what you're going to wear every day. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Uh, but Claudia, thank you so much for coming on. That was very insightful. Very cool to hear about what you guys do. And yeah. Brilliant. Thank you.